Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. You're going to see us in different outfits today. If you're watching on YouTube or on the website, it's because we have pre-recorded this episode over a month ago um, and we held off on doing show notes uh, for the reason that we were still waiting to hear on our Evening with Medium mm-hmm. events. Um, now that we know what's going on, we're just going to go through them as usual and then we'll get into today's show. So... As you've already heard, hopefully the update has been that July and August events have been cancelled. Tickets are still on sale at the website by sarlo.com for December. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are 10 to 15 minute shows. They're always in a series of five and they're always about emotional and spiritual intelligence tools. The very first show is always free and it's always available at the website by sarlo.com. The remaining four shows are always found on patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. Yes, and that is a paid membership tier with tons and tons of benefits that you can get on a monthly basis. So if you're not sure what the heck we're talking about, go over to the website, check it out, um, and send us a bunch of questions if you're interested or just want more clarification. Patreon.com slash by Sarlo. And during these COVID times, we are still offering all of our services to our clients the way we have on a regular basis when it's not COVID, by telephone, Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, and WhatsApp. And yes, it's exactly the same. Our connection to the spirit world to give you your messages does not change because of the technology that you choose to use. Good. Mm -hmm. And gift certificates are still available as well. You can get them contactless pickup here in North Bay, or you can get them via e-certificate if that's something that you wish to do. Um, Enjoy today's show. We are off to tape your July Sips of Sanity. So Karen, you actually alluded to our topic today in last week's show. We were discussing briefly, it wasn't the point of it, but communication Mm -hmm. and the Well, the importance of it, I'll say that, because you've got Mm. two client examples today illustrating both sides of what communication can do for you in your life. So I'll let you take it away and I'll brainstorm my names over here. Okay, thank you. So in the very first session, it's two women. So do you want to pick any two female names? Callie and Arizona. Oh, oh, (laughs) okay. I was going to say, I'll try and remember that, but I can remember that. Okay, um, so Kelly and Arizona are a telephone call. And I'm saying that because you don't get any of the facial cues, you can't see any of their responses, and I think that's important for people to have that frame mm-hmm. in their mind. So these two people called in um, and did a session jointly, um, and they, how do I say this? They asked a general question about what do you know or what can you tell us about past lives Hmm. where we shared a past life together. Oh, cool. So they gave, they gave me, to me, very good direction. They said they wanted to know about their past lives together, not two separate past lives, Hmm. but where they shared a lifetime. Other than that, they gave me nothing else. And so I said to them, anything in particular? Are you working on any particular issue? No. Anything you want to tell us, we're open to hear. That's clear direction for me. So what came through for them had to do very much with that it related to their current situation. Their past lives were a complete (laughs) do-over. And 
it was fantastic because they had had such a good past life. They did it again. So they came in and I described to them the type of careers they picked, very same, that they worked together. One would become a boss. Um, There was just like specific information for them. But the people who are listening to this show might say it was still kind of general. But then we also went into their relationship together and the value of what they were to do for each other. And the role that they were to play in order to have better relationships and career and with partners and with children and that they both would marry and that they both would have children from lifetime to lifetime. So all of that was very specific and they were laughing and giggling and saying, we did it again. We did exactly the same things that you're talking about. And then I said, do you want more specific information about a particular facet of what we're giving you today? Yes. Can you talk more about the lessons or the quality of the relationship, whatever? And so the guides literally did. They took one lady and pointed out something that she had a pattern in and that her best friend's job, I'll say job, contract, was to tell her the truth and that the other friend was to never shoot the messenger and that in... Other lifetimes, they had she had shot the messenger, so you you end up the friend you end you know the friendship not going well for a while until you sort that out. But that in this lifetime, they had figured out not to shoot the messenger and to value that. Hmm. So because these two people asked very well, they gave me generalities, but they also gave me some very specific cues to do with feedback that that was helpful or accurate, or whatever it was, their session flowed beautifully. And when they went to that n- another topic, where they then they split that, and they said, we don't want to do that now. One of us is going to ask you a couple of questions, and then my girlfriend will take over the next 15 minutes. And they didn't interrupt each other. So the first girlfriend, Callie, went in and she started asking questions about health issues. And when she struggled with it, I could hear a pause in the conversation and she'd say, excuse me one moment, Karen, Um, Arizona is correcting me. (laughs) And she'd laugh a bit and she'd go, because I'm forgetful. So she's telling me that you're correct and I'm saying you're wrong, but you're not. So she says, I'd like to apologize to Mm. you. And she says, I'm sorry about that. And she says... "Um, Arizona is correct. She's just reminding me. She's got a pen and paper saying bullshit. <laughs> like this. To Callie. To Callie. <laughs> and yeah, thank you. And Cal and Callie would go, like, you mean me? And then she'd she'd have a moment to tell her. Mm-hmm. And then they worked together to come back and say, okay, I can validate that now. And then move on and ask a deeper question about the medical. So why did this occur? Is this a pattern from a past life? And so the questions um, really gave the session good meat. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to... Good quality information, good quality affirmations, which I think was super. Then if I go into the second type of session that I don't think I had the same day, but 
it was an, another lady who was very nice. I don't want people to think that these aren't nice people, but she came, and she came through, oh crap, I can't remember, but it was like FaceTime or Zoom or something, mm-hmm. but where we could see each other. And she was a nice lady. She was polite and everything. She, You could see she was wanting the information, but I don't know, Kelly, if she got coached. I don't know what happened in her life, but her whole session was, what can you tell me? What do the spirit guides give me around life? And I'm like, well, I wear many hats. <laughs> and she goes, do you remember that there are all these different roles and all these different services? Yes. I said, well, what hat do you want me to wear? I don't know. Any one of them about my life. And I went, okay. I, so I wrote on the page, medium, medical, intuitive, career, retirement, finances, what the guides had said she'd like. And then under medium, I had written grandparents passed, mom and dad passed, mom wants to come through, apology. So I just doodled it really fast. And I said, I showed her the sheet and I said, these are all the things. And she goes, yeah, all of them. And I said, (laughs) okay. I said, do you have an order? No. Yeah. And I said, okay, then your mom really wants to come in. No. She says, "Um, I think um, you can start with my health. And I said, oh, okay. So now I'm trying to put one hat on and I'm starting to get all that downloaded. And it's like, no, don't bother. So her mom's like, oh, and and trying to take all her shit. (laughs) Oh, and it's such a heartbreaking story. Her mom works so hard to do some stuff for her. Um, but she took it all, she had to take it all back and I can feel all her mom's sadness and I want to cry. And so I'm looking at her and I'm trying to put my hat on to be able to give her her medical intuitive, but I'm looking upset. And so she says to me, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong with you? And I said, oh, I said, well, your, your mom wanted to come through and she, and she goes, well, I said, no. And I said, but I get all of the emotions of the disappointment and the sadness. And she goes, well, whatever, mm-hmm. like this. And she says, can't you just do my husband? Like, can't you do it? And so I'm, I said, well, yes, I can. Well, then just do it. And so she doesn't, like I said, it's, it's not that there's a meanness in her, and I can see that, but I also can see that she doesn't understand this yeah, <laughs> this stuff and everything that's happening to give her everything that she's looking for. Mm-hmm. So then I went into some information for her. And as soon as I would start and say, oh, for medical intuitive for you, um, you the, the pancreas is shutting down. You don't have diabetes yet. I already know all of that. And I said, okay. And she goes, I already know that I don't have diabetes. What are you doing? Don't you find it wild that there will be the people like this where it's like, I already know that. So they don't want that information. But then, well, I don't know. I can't confirm that. And they're mad with the stuff they can't confirm. And you're like, I don't know what my other option is. (laughs) Yeah. So I said, well, if you give me a moment, please. 
And she goes, yeah, okay. And that's why I said, like, there, there's, there's difficulty in this. And I'm really trying to convey to people a lot in this, in that there's so much confusion going on in the client. And I'm feeling all of that because of the synesthesia, plus all of the stuff from the spirit world that I'm supposed to be able to do. While making sure that you're respecting the boundaries that they've just set out. Yeah. But, it, that, but respecting your boundary as a client who says no thank you to something mm-hmm. doesn't mean that the gate just closes and we stop feeling and knowing the information. We have yeah. to still process it and go, okay, you need to move to the back of the line. Mm-hmm feel the feels, and then go, okay, now who's next in line? And be very professional. And, and not show sadness on your face, God damn it, Karen. Yeah, which I didn't even know was on my face, yeah. to tell you the truth. I didn't know it was there until she no, said it. No, because feel it so rawly in the yeah. moment. Yeah, and I know I've been very accused in this lifetime of not being able to hide my feelings yeah. or, or that my face... <laughs> yeah, you know poker face over anything. Nothing. Yeah. Um. And I do, I do know that, um, but I think part of the synesthesia is also part of the answer sometimes, mm-hmm. because I am feeling what the dead people are feeling, but the human in front of me doesn't know it, and I'm also feeling sometimes what they feel and they don't know it, and that's where we got to when we got back to that in medium, was that she had so much sadness. Mm-hmm about her, her relationship with her mom. So I ended up feeling both of them, but she didn't want to acknowledge it because she's compartmentalized it and forgiven her mother. And I, I you know, if anybody's just listening to this, I air quoted forgive, meaning that she has not in the least. And has not processed the emotions. That's correct. And so all of that is percolating in me and I'm not going, I'm not going to be able to deal with it. And I have to move into medical intuitive in a, in a moment. But not the pancreas. But not her pancreas. <laughs> Which, you know, she didn't say, hey, a medical intuitive, but no pancreas. She just said medical intuitive. Mm-hmm. And so I went back and I said, well, hold up. I said, I'm being told that there is no diabetes. So that's just to give you an affirmation so that I know I'm on the right page. And I said, and that's to validate for you that, it's, that I am accurate and that this is trustworthy information, but you will be diabetic. And I said, unless you finish the cleanse. And she goes like this. And I said, oh, I got you, eh? And you could see that that affirmation changed the mood. So I'm looking at the guides going, thank you. Oh, and I'll say which <laughs> lucky for you, yeah. she chose to laugh and go, oh, and, and crack open. Yeah. Because for others, that would have been, excuse me? Yeah. Right? That would have been the, I'll go into anger because her accuracy is frightening me. Right. And I don't want that result. Right. And so she's on a cleanse. Clearly. <laughs> she's doing a cleanse, both her and her husband. And I said, so you and your husband are currently on a cleanse? And she goes, well, what kind? And I said, yeah. And I said, my response was, because this is how the spirit guide said it. Not her the- liver. That was an anger joke for, for the late people. Yeah. Because <laughs> we store all of our anger in our liver, in case you don't get that. But the guides responded and said, she's on a cleanse um, regulated and directed by a naturopathic doctor. 
And I was like, oh, that's specific. So I'll say that, even though they weren't saying what organ, on purpose. And the guides looked at me like, no, we got her. We got your back, Karen. And so I said, well, they're saying that the cleanse is regulated by a naturopathic doctor. Yeah, well, what organ? And I said, no. I said, I'm not going to answer that. I said, because the guides won't answer that. I said, because you actually don't know what organ. (laughs) Oh, I love your face. I hope people are watching this on YouTube. (laughs) Well, because now it's like, I I think about what you just said before I burst into laughter. And it's like, did she ask like, well, what organ as a test? Or was it like, well, could you tell me what organ? (laughs) Because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. And so, okay, I'm, I'm, thank you for doing that part to help people. And it wasn't my intention. No, but you did it <laughs> nicely. And she goes, she goes, no, I need to know what organ. And I'm like, no, you don't know what organ because your naturopath is actually doing a multiple test right now to see if the adrenals are actually working right, the pancreas and your liver, but your digestion is shit. And I said, you have leaky gut. And she goes, oh, he used that term. And I said, okay. So she was trying to figure it out, but she also was trying to be not nice. Mm -hmm. So there was a little bit of, I'm testing you, but I don't know. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because... If you are someone who wants control, yeah, I'll say what I need to say and play it off as a joke, but hope that you also give me an answer. Yes. Because I can't tell you that I don't have the control. Yes. That's why I said you just did that really, like you led into that better than I could have ever asked you to. Oh, thank you. Because it is a, it's, a, it's a clusterfuck to try and explain that. As are her organs. Yes. And so she's now. I can see her from here up because because what, people aren't good at FaceTime. <laughs> How many well, sessions have you had where it's here and it's nostrils or the light fixture? Lots of like, light fixtures. I okay, I'll just stare at the wall, especially at COVID. <laughs> and so what I did was I've now moved my device in front of the window so I can look outside because a lot of people will ask for FaceTime, yeah, and then or Zoom. And then they have the camera Mm -hmm. or they take, I've actually had people take their computers, look at me and go, hi, Karen, and then pick up their devices and point it towards the wall. And I'm like, you requested face-to-face. Oh, because they can record over Zoom. Yes. And so I've come to understand that they did it for recording purposes. So I've learned a lot Mm -hmm. in the last 13 years of doing this very like professionally with all these different technological devices coming through and developing. So her guides came through and her spirit or her soul came through and said, um, she needs to hear that the naturopath really knows what they're doing and that they've got this cleanse for a variety of organs for a variety of reasons to clean things out because the leaky gut has created some other issues. She's got rashes. She's got skin issues. She's got this. She's, her moods and her behaviors flip up and down. It's like there's hormonal stuff going on. Like, And so they started naming things. And they said, but don't tell her. Because the naturopath is really purposely running a lot of these tests and doing um, a broad toxicity 
removal and cleanse because there are different areas and different systems that are not functioning. But because of her need to control, the naturopath thought that that if I do some of this and get her into a healthier place, then I can have the conversation to say, this is what I've done. This is why you feel better. This is how we can now move forward and recognizes that within her personality, if they give her too much information, she'll want control and she'll decide which pills and which stuff she's doing. And she'll destroy the path that the naturopath has set out for her health. And so I have to sit in that space to make sure that I don't undo what her doctor has done because she's asked a broad question and set me up Um, so that she can stay in her path of control where she couldn't get that out of the doctor, but thought, I'll call a psychic and get it. Hmm. That's fucked. It is. And yet, they're like... I get it. Yeah. Like, it, it's so complicated, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many layers. And, and I think this is why I chose these ones. There are so many layers to us understanding why people treat us in different ways. Mm-hmm. And why some people's bad or unhealthy behavior and, and how it comes from different fears levels of needs of control, which goes back to fear again, Um, belief systems. Like there are so many different things that are at play in every single session and how you and I have to be able to hear what the guides are saying to us versus what the human is doing. So I want to go back into a couple of more examples. Can I, I just want to interject though, um, because we've also had I'll say excellent pointed clients Mm -hmm. who will just literally walk in and be like, am I, am I with the right uh, real estate agent? Yes. Is the lawyer that I called the right one for me? Yes. Is it a good match? This therapist that I've just um, initiated contact with? Yes. Like you can ask these questions that you want to know. Like she could have called and just said, is this cleanse I'm on doing what I need it to do? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could have. In, instead of the the aggressive, evasive questions. Well, and that's where it comes in that she's coached to be evasive mm-hmm. and that she's coached to not give anything. And you can see her struggling so hard in her session to be evasive. She has she puts her head down at times and it's like and you can see her thinking and thinking Will I retire? And and the guides go, that's not even the question. She owns a business. She wants to know if she's retiring while she's in COVID. And it's like, what? That's not even what she's asked me. And it's like, no, she wants to know if she's going to get full value for her business. She's had a business for like 35 years. She wants full value. This is her retirement selling it. And she's afraid in these COVID days, she's going to sell it and not get value and then not have that full retirement of everything she wants to do. Mm -hmm. So she's going to ask you general questions like, will I move? But she means, will I have the money to move to the East Coast? Hmm. And she wants to know she's going to be on the East Coast. So I'm like, well, that's messed. So I said to her, do you also want to know if you're going to move? And she goes, yes. And I'm like, hmm, I think I've got some answers. So the guides came in and said, 
You need to answer her in time frames and teach her that what she's doing creates more confusion for her than it is for you because we're talking to you. But also that when she gives, they give me an answer, as soon as I give it to her, she dismisses it and wants to go back to being evasive again because that's what she thinks she's supposed to do. And this goes on for an hour, constantly for an hour. Where the Joe Heard just yelled out in her living room, charge her double. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good Joe, eh? She always had our back, didn't she? <laughs> if you're going to work twice as hard, charge twice. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I love that statement. But so anyway, she, we had to work together and I had to be able to say to her, I think that you might be asking this kind of question. This is what the guides are actually answering me. Are we on the same page? And she'd go, yes. And that's why I said there were times that this wasn't about being mean. It was that she got coached to behave a certain way, and it interfered in her own desire to know things. And then her and I had to try and find common ground in a good, healthy way. Instead of her going into, I have to have control, or I, which was really weird, Kelly, because here's a person who has to have high levels of control asking extremely general questions, which put her in conflict. Mm-hmm. She was in so much conflict in her own session. Yeah, and then the, the anger rises in yes. the client, and they feel so out of control because of their own behavior that they want to end the session. Yes. And it's like... None of this had to happen. Yes. And we say in our consent process, you're in complete control of your session. We do. And, you know, I, I think back to our sips of sanity on grow the fuck up. Oh. And, and it's like that one of the things we put was answer the damn question. Well, yeah. I want to add to that and say, ask the damn question. Yeah. She never got there. We never got to the point where she could ask the question. And I wanted to give a couple more examples. So she asked a question at one point about the about the uh, selling the business or the business, and the guides came in and said, "Look, we do not suggest that she try to sell her business in the next six months, and she insists it's going to sell in six months." We're saying no, be extremely to the point, because she's going to take less than its value, and she is capable of getting full value if she's willing to wait. But she has to wait over one year period. Between one and two years, it'll sell full value. So I have a very explicit, like, mm-hmm. I've got a good time frame here. And a no answer that's solid for a certain point. So mm-hmm. I'm breaking it all down into processes, and I deliver all of that. And she goes, no. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't know what that means. I can you talk to me? Can you can you say more in a sentence than no to me, please? I said, I don't understand where I'm going. Also, I didn't ask you a question. That's right. And I said, so what does your no mean? I don't want to. And I said, well, I said, I can empathize with you that you don't want to. I said, I can do that. And I said, but my job is to give you the answers, and that's what I'm doing. And I said, so I can do that and the empathy. I said, but I can't change it or fix it for you. So what would you like me to do next? And so each time I would, she got to a rough point where she didn't like the answer, she dropped it. 
and just like don't even bother then. And so I want to bring this up because there was another example. I said, under medium, I have a whole group. Well, whoever you get. Except mom. So I wrote down all four grandparents, or I can't remember if there were five grandparents. I think there were five. Five grandparents, like a step or something. And then um, mom and dad. And I said, "Um, you don't want to pick and choose who you want? No. Whoever you get. Whatever they want to tell me. That was her direction. That's very direct. For us, because it just means you have permission to take the spirit guide's priorities. Yes. So her mom comes in and says, I was mean to her. I wasn't a good mother. She says, I had so many different moods. I could be really kind. I could be just neutral. I could be very mean. I could be critical and, and put down. And I could shut down entirely and not answer and just go cold. And she goes, and so she never knew, and I could, bl- and I could blow up. So she says, so she never knew who I was, even in a conversation where I started off okay. I could flip a switch on, just like that, snap of fingers, totally different person. And she goes, so I, I want to say to her that since I've died, um, that I've had a time to be remorseful. And to see what it did to her and to understand that my mental health totally affected her entire life and that I've hurt her tremendously. I'd like her to know there's remorse. And I said, okay, I'd like her to, to, I'd like to give an apology and for her to take it and accept it whenever she wants it. But I want her to know in case she never calls the medium again that I'm offering the apology after I feel the remorse, that I know what I did, and I know how it made her feel and what it did to her. So that was very clear, very clear. So I said, okay, I've got your mom. She goes, okay, yeah, go. And I said, okay. I said, you know, your mom explains that she was a difficult person. She goes, yeah, yeah, I already know all of that. And I said, well, she wants me to explain that she feels remorse. And that she's had time to see how it has affected your life and how her relationship with you wasn't healthy. healthy, And that she, after all this remorse period, which means that she gets to understand how you felt and how it has affected you, that she is offering an apology and would like for you just to hear it. But you don't have to accept it today. You can accept it whenever you want but that she'd like the opportunity because you're speaking to a medium to offer it to you in case you don't ever do this again. And she goes, whatever. So she's dismissing it and, and then goes into, well, who else have you got? And I, I said to the spirit guides, what happened? I said, I, like, help me. And they said, well, here's what happened. She asked, or... or she made the choice and said, any messages they've got. And so her mom prepared for this on the other side. We knew this was the way she was going to do her session. We know that. So her mom has done all this work. We voted on the other side, if you want to word it that way. She wanted, she's the one that had the most value, the most impact, and the most opportunity to help her with her life. I love the way you worded this. So we made this decision. 
collectively that this was a moment for her. And it's because she said whatever they want to say. Point that out to her. And I'm like, shit. (laughs) Okay. Please don't make me do this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that often. (laughs) So I said to, to this lady, I said, well, I said, you... You had asked, or you directed me to, and she goes, you, you just move on. And I said, no, I'm not comfortable moving on. I said, I need a moment to speak to you as Karen. And she goes, oh, what do you mean? And I said, you specifically gave me directions that you wanted to hear whatever your mom wanted to say. Your mom chose this and, and really took her time to go through processes to give this to you. And now you're angry. Like she's angry. And I said, it's because you asked for that. Had you asked a question and directed it, then you would get what you want. But you're not asking your mom a question that you want the answer to. You've given the direction that she's to say whatever she wants to say. And I said, and you're clearly frustrated that you, you, I did exactly what you directed and you're angry that I did what you directed me to do. And she just sat there and she went, yeah, you're right. Yeah. She goes, because I forgave her years ago. I don't want to go over this again. And I went, you didn't forgive her. That's why we're here. You're full of rage about it. But if you don't want to deal with that today, could you express it that way and tell me it's not what you want to do? But this is part of the problem when you direct me to do something and I do it, and then you're angry that I'm doing what you've asked me to do. Mm-hmm. I said, I, not to be rude, but I can't, there's no pleasing you as far as that expression goes, because when I do what I'm asked, um, you're angry. And I said, so it makes the session difficult in terms of um, you're probably going to get off this call and be angry about the entire session because of one thing that was said. She goes, yeah. I said, because your whole emotions have changed versus the first half hour of the session where you were getting kind of what you needed, even though you were going open and we were working on it together. And saying no. Right. But, (laughs) you know, I said that was that first half was rough. We had to really work hard to communicate together. But I said, as soon as you said you wanted whatever your mom wanted to tell you, I said, the entire energy in the session is like, you're done, you're angry, but you're angry with me. And I said, is that correct? And she goes, yeah. And I said, so you're going to take it out on me? And I said, and I'm not willing to sit in that and not just let it be. I said, I would rather speak to you about it and explain this process to you to help you understand that you directed it this way. I hope, I'll say this to listeners who are still with us because I'm I'm sure... As any podcast, people get busy or yeah. turn it off for interest purpose. Yeah. If you're here so far and you're like, "Wow, I'm I'm hearing what these women go through," and you know, crazy, like look at your own life. This yeah. is the point of the show. Yes, and I'm sure how you're going to wrap it up by by talking about Callie in Arizona again yes. is like <clears throat> this is how she lives her life. 
This is how she behaves most likely in her partnerships yeah. as a boss of her own business. Like this is this is not you can't isolate shitty behavior. Yes. And the point that thank you. I appreciate that. It is very much because I pick I pick these stories for people to listen to as you said to self-reflect and mm-hmm. have self-awareness. Do I behave this way too? Do I ask for what I want? Yeah. Am I mad when I ask for the, you know, when I use the mask cover and I'm at, I'm mad because of what I asked yes. instead of asking for what I actually wanted? Yes. And so I said to this lady, I said, so you behave similarly to your mother? And she goes, yeah. And I said, so this is the reason why she brought this up today was that you behave the very same way she does. Your emotions flip on a dime and they have been in our session. And then how can you actually say you've ever forgived her, forgiven her? What is happening? Um, if you are in her pattern, if you have any ounce of consciousness in any split moment where you're maybe in the behavior and all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, what am I doing? Then it's like, oh my God, I'm being my mom. And there's the anger again. Yes. Because nothing's actually been processed. That's right. So this this little conversation. I said forgived. You did. I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed the little slip up. I thought it was cute. But this conversation was something that I'll say happened on a very light level in her session because we couldn't get deep enough into it because she wouldn't let me get deep enough into anything. Mm-hmm. As soon and, and as soon as even she says, we'll just move on, who else do you get? And I said, well, I have all five grandparents and your dad. No cool. one. I'm protecting them now. <laughs> no yes. one's allowed to come forward and talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, I you, mean. You feel like that sometimes. You do because you do see how hard mom prepared and how she got yep. vulnerable and how she had to be, you know, literally authentic in that moment. And then it was, yep. she was just abused. Yeah. And that her own soul organized it. Her all the spirit guides did. Her guides, her mom's and mine. Like there's a shit ton of resources here yeah. and and souls that all got together, and humans, that all put energy into that and time and effort to help her. And she calls for it, asks for it, gets it, and kicks it in the teeth. And so I just, I said to her, this is the pattern. I said, it was your mom's pattern to do that. It's your pattern to do that. And I said, so your soul wanted to present all of this to you today and and to to invite you to just sit in it, I'm just moving on. So I said, okay. So then she, and I'm not going to go into and everything about dad and everything about the grandparents and all that. That's not the point. The point is to ask people to consider, not just if you're calling Kelly and I, you know, I better be prepared for a good question. I don't mean shit your pants. I don't mean, uh, you know, study questions and, and, you know, get so scared to call us. I don't mean that. We, you and I work very hard to hear people's questions and to hear the spirit guides and to, to get clarity and to do our best to give the messages because that's the channeling. Yeah, we, we sit 
in moments of long silence with clients where we say, okay, you've told me a story, Mm -hmm. you haven't heard a question, what is it you're asking of me? And when they say, I don't know, we'll say, no problem, take your time, Mm -hmm. sit, sit tight, figure out what your question is, or if you need to work it out out loud, we'll figure it out together. Yeah. There's, there's patience and time and space in, in the sessions for you to get clear on what those are if you're not calling with clear questions. Yeah. And, and I've had clients where when they've given me the story, like all the information, and I'm just listening, and then I've said, I haven't heard a question. Would you like to phrase the question so that I know what direction I'm going in? And I've had clients go, um, well, um, and about my father, and they totally switch topics mm-hmm. instead of just coming up with the question. And I always go, okay, hold up, I'm confused. I always say, just a moment, please. You just told me a story about your mom, and now your question is about your dad. I'm super confused because what do I do? Oh, just do nothing with it. And it's like, but you just took two minutes or 30 seconds or whatever to explain all of that, what happened. Don't bother. And it's like, I have to sit in that moment and go, do I actually go back to that? Because there's a big issue there. That's where they started their session. What are we going to do? Or do I just go off and say, what do you want to know about your dad? Mm-hmm. And and do I just dismiss everything else? Because now they're just in a conundrum over it. And Or do I, do I go slower and listen to the guides and they say, she really wanted to know this about her mom. This is the answer to that question or what she's trying to get to in her head. And sometimes I will say to the guides, do I go back to the mom thing? She's asking about a dad, but do I go back? And the guides will go, yes, she wants to know this and this is the answer. And I will say to the client, may I have permission to go back to your mom stuff that you talked about? The guides are saying this was the question and this is the answer. Is this helpful for you? So that they can say, yes, that's what I was trying to get to. Thank you for the patience of working through that. And then I can say, now what would you like to do about your dad? What's your question? And I've had where clients have been so grateful for the going back, listening to the guides, and that process. And I've had other clients lose their shit, where it's just like, I said no, and be really angry and dismissive about it. And their own emo- sit in their own frustration and their own mm-hmm. emotions, but not be kind in that process. And I've also had clients say, I'm all mixed up about it. I need a couple of minutes. Can you tell me about my dad? And I'll think about what I wanted to ask you. And I've said, no, because then you're not going to listen to me. Mm-hmm. You're going, I'm going to talk to you about your dad and you're going to miss everything he wants to say. Can we just go slower in a process and do it all well for you? Instead of the anxiety that you're feeling, can we just take a breath and slow this down? Mm-hmm. So I, I picked this topic today because I thought that there were some good tools for people to hear in it. Mm-hmm. I thought people who might hear that, God, it's just a complaining show, 
is that it's not in the least. No, Cali and Arizona were great examples of patience and confidence and checking in with each other and being accountable to one another uh, and having humility. Yeah, and I also wanted for, for people to hear that you and I have a lot on our plate to sort when people come with those boundaries of, I have to be evasive and I have to test them mm-hmm. and I, I can't give them any information and I can't. I want people to hear that we still work hard, we still try, we still make an effort even though they're stonewalling us. And if you're sitting there going, wow, this is fucking painful to listen to how hard they have to try, what about her husband what about her children? Yes. What about her parents? Like, the, and and hopefully, again, if you're taking this into your own life, what about your partner? What about your yes. children? That's the yes. What about your coworkers? Yeah, or your employees. Like she's the second lady has run a company for thirty five years with employees. I'm sure someone else is running her company. Yes, I'm sure someone else is too. I can agree with you. Um, so, but I, I wanted to point out that the spirit guides work so hard. Mm -hmm. I wanted people to hear how much they're loved in this process and how hard our loved ones continue to work. Even the ones that did no work on earth, Mm -hmm. cross over and work their asses off to figure out their behaviors and do feel remorse and sadness and do want to come through and say, I'm sorry. Um, all of that. So that when they do book an appointment, and I won't say with any medium or psychic because maybe they do not do what we do, but certainly when they're booking an appointment with you or I, that there is a lot of effort on our part and the spirit guides part, people who've crossed over in medium, your soul, everything. There's such an effort to come forth with the truth and with love. So if your intention is to come forth with testing and um, like I don't, I'm, I'm not just, I don't mean a skeptic. Skeptic is okay. I mean, brick, brick walling yeah. and fighting. Some people say I'm a skeptic and they're bullies. Mm-hmm. That's not the same thing. No, save your money. Yeah. There's, there are, there's healthy skepticism, meaning I want my validations. Yeah. So do Kelly and I, because it's part of, it's part of what we do. We know that and mm-hmm. accept it and do it joyfully and we want to share them with you. I, I just hope that people can take it for that. And then as you said, Kelly, the other aspect of wanting to do this show was, does that behavior then, if you accept that and you call us up and treat us that way, then you're not just treating just us that way. Mm-hmm. What else is, as you said many times, what else is going on in your life around that? how you're communicating Mm -hmm. and bringing it back to how we communicate. Good. And hopefully that people heard some tools in this show today to say, I like how Karen asked that question. I liked how she paused. I like how she thought. I like how she asked for clarity. I like how she said or, or went back and stated what the person wanted and stated that she was meeting their needs, Mm -hmm. but that they were the ones being dismissive. And not in an attacking way or a shaming way, but in a clear way to try and move forward, where we still could could work together mm-hmm. to get her what she needed. I love to, I always love hearing 
when people are willing to self-correct. Yeah. So if I state a question and say, Karen, you know, what do you get around my relationship? Yeah. And you say, well, I'm hearing that this is really the question that I could sit there and go, yes, sorry, you're right. That is the question. Or like Callie in Arizona, sorry, I'm being corrected. Give me a moment here. (laughs) I need to, I need to give you the most recent information, (laughs) right? I I think the ability to self-correct is lovely. Yeah, well, and that's that whole thing that you and I enjoy in Sips of Sanity around teaching people levels of awareness Mm -hmm. and working on the levels of awareness with kindness, Mm -hmm. where, where if there's kindness involved, then there's more likelihood that you're going to make some progress and desire to continue to do it. Love it. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. So if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at Thank you to everyone, no matter where you're tuning in from or how we appreciate that you're here and that you're interested and engaged. That means the world to us. Thank you to our patrons for your financial support each month. Uh, we cannot tell you what that means. Um, in so many different ways. And uh, we will have a brand new show out next week. Take care.